you know that scripture, love is patient, love is kind, love isn't boastful, it isn't rude. They said at all the weddings, you are a Christian woman like myself, you probably have that memorized, right? And you're like, this is gonna be said at my wedding. Here's the problem. I think we have that scripture confused, especially when we say, okay, this is love. And then the Bible also says, love thy neighbor as thyself. And we're a little confused on what that means when it comes to romantic relationships with men. And I'm gonna break it down on what I mean by that, okay? So here's day two of this series that I'm calling Fears That Are Holding You Back From Getting the Relationship You Actually Want. Let's have an honest conversation right after the intro. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika. And I, I'm an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. All right. All right. Welcome to day two of this series that I am calling Fears That Are Holding You Back From Getting the Relationship You Actually Want. 
Um, all right. And today's fear is when you tell yourself, but I won't find another one like him. Okay. Um, he's giving you everything, but the relationship you actually want. So you're settling. Okay. So you're in this relationship, in this situationship counting like, okay, well, I like this about him. I like this. Sometimes he makes me feel this way. So I'm going to stick it out with him because I won't find another man like him or better. I am going to call that settling on today. Okay. First, I have a question. Okay. Are you dating out of fear? Like fear of being alone? Like fear of looking different than what society has told you women were supposed to do in this society, right? So they've told us get married, have kids. That's the goal in life, especially if you are a faith-based woman, right? So are you dating out of fear or dating for a true, like godly relationship, a true connection with another human being? I'll word it a different way. Are you dating so you're not alone or so that you can add value to like your life and theirs? Because again, for my faith-based people, marriage is supposed to be a tangible example of Jesus's love for us, the church, right? And marriage is supposed to showcase that, that love that Jesus has for us, that unconditional love. So why do you want to be married? Why are you dating? And so then when you're talking about this guy who you're like, well, I won't find another one like him. So I'm going to stick it out with him. What is his character like? What is his character like? And is that situationship you're in fruitful, flourishing and fulfilling? Or is it the opposite? Frustrating, demoralizing, something you actually don't want, but you're trying to make him into something you do want. Trying to love him and be loyal to him so then he will finally become the man you want him to be. Because if it's that, trying to make him become, right? And you're like, well, I won't find another one like him. So I'm going to stick it out with him. Let's have a real conversation. Okay. Because a lot of the reasons why you stay is because you believe that's what you're supposed to do when you love somebody. And when I ask you what his character is like, I'm really asking you to think of that because there's things that need to come before you give somebody this unconditional love. There's things that need to happen before that. Before you're like, I'm about to be this ride or die. I'm going to stick it out. He deserves it. So when I say his character, let's talk about this. Is he quick to listen? Slow to speak and slow to get angry at, at you? Or is it more like this? Like how many times have you told him how he made you feel and he turned it around on you? 
being like, you know, I don't really like it when you talk to me this way. I wish you would do this. I wish you would stop cheating or stop texting women, whatever. And he turns around and says, oh, my bad. You know, I apologize, but you made me. So what is his character like? I really want you to look at, at it. His character like when you're saying, but I won't find another man like him. So I'm going to stick it out with him. Who? Why is he so amazing and so great? What is his character like? I really want you to think about this, okay? And you know that scripture, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. The guy that you're in this situationship, put his name, interchange it with love. So let's say his name is John. Is John patient and kind, not jealous? not boastful, not proud, not rude to you. Because if you can't say yes, then why, sweetheart, are you sticking it out with this man, thinking you can't find something better than that? Where is your faith? Because you are giving that to him, being patient and kind, trying not to be boastful or rude. But does he really deserve it from you? Because you can love somebody in this capacity and not be with them. But somewhere your definition of love got mixed up. And you think that, well, I have to give this to him already, hands down in this relationship, because I have deemed that I love him. So I want to prove to him that I'm loyal and I'm this great woman. So I am going to be patient and kind and not be jealous and not boastful to a man who's not giving you, there's no reciprocity, where is it? But you're steady saying, well, I'm not gonna find another man that cooks like him or, um, I don't know, makes as much money as him. So it's like, you'll accept the scraps of pieces of his character that you like and settle because you're like, I don't wanna go out in this world and, and start all over. So I'm going to settle. And you know, I always say singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. But in order for you to actually believe that you're going to have to start shifting your mindset. And so how many times have you told yourself, but he has this, this, and, and this, but he doesn't do this and this. And I really don't like the disrespect. Hmm, but I'm going to stay because I'm not going to find another man like this. And, and, and some, or how about this one? How many times have you told yourself, but he has this, this, and this, even though he doesn't do this. So you feel like you should be with him because he does certain things exceptional. Even though in that relationship, you're frustrated and you're constantly trusting he will change, but he never does. So the cycle is like this. You like him. He says he likes you. He continues. He does something that is disrespectful to you, that frustrates you. He apologizes for it. Maybe sometimes even turns around on you and says, well, my bad, but I did this because of you, X, Y, and Z. But you forgive him because he apologized and because you love him. 
And again, you being a faith-based woman, right? You've heard the scripture. They, they say it at weddings all the time. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love never gives up. N love never loses faith. Faith. But that is where you mess up because you're, you're basing your love. You're measuring the way he loves you by the way you love him. You're like, well, I love you this way. So you should love me this way. So let's get it together. Instead of saying, you know what? You don't have the character traits that I actually need in a husband. So I'm done. But you're over-spiritualizing this process of dating. Because if I just, love never gives up. So if I just love and loyalty my way through and I can prove to him that I'm loyal and that I'm the one, then this will, relationship will work out. How well is that working out for you? Let me give you permission to walk away from a man who is not fulfilling, who is not fruitful, and the relationship is not flourishing. Let me give you permission. You are not a bad woman. You are not a bad Christian woman. God did not say you had to stay with him. He didn't say that. And I get it. Love is patient. Love is not jealous. It doesn't say, and love stays with the man that continues to disrespect her. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But you're over-spiritualizing it. Like, well, this is going to make, this is magically going to work. Magically delicious. What is that? A, what commercial is that? Is that cereal? <laughs> And this relationship is making you feel like a failure, which is why you're trying to stick it out and make it work because you feel like if it doesn't work, then you will be deemed and told you're a failure because this society does not. Th um, uh, Gabrielle Union said this in a recent interview um, that I was list I think I was listening to I think it was on what podcast was that but anyway she said the world is so suspicious of women without kids and I'm also going to add the world is very suspicious of single women and when you buy into that and that programming is laid on you from birth this is why you do the things that you do in the relationships that you're in Because God forbid you be single. Being single to you is like a stain on your life. It's like, I'm a failure. And in my life, I don't fail because look at my career. I'm dope in my career. I'm a high achiever in my career. So in this single and dating world, I will not fail. And I will stick it out with him. Even though you're constantly frustrated. That is a relationship I don't want. No, thank you. I will be single for the rest of my life if that is what relationships are. I'm cool. So the problem is you don't know who you are. You don't understand the relationship with yourself. You don't understand how to have relationship with yourself. So you're constantly seeking validation through men and through the way society views you because you got a man. Well, society will deem me a better woman because I got a man. 
And I get it. When people get engaged and they showing off that ring, that picture gets more likes than anything else you post. And you just like, dang, man, I just, I'm trash, huh? Because again, you're seeking validation from society. So again, the problem is you don't know who you are. You don't know how to have relation with yourself, let alone relationships with anybody else, including men. Especially when it comes to getting the relationship you actually want. You know what you want. You just don't know how to get it. You don't have the audacity to believe that you can get it or the patience to wait for it. So you settle. That relationship you are in now is trash. Look at you settling. Because again, God forbid you be single. You have to change your mindset in order to be confident in your singleness, in order to make decisions for yourself and not be swayed by men, your family, social media. Oh, social media is good for giving you all kinds of ways you need to be dating. And when you are not quick to define how you want to date and what you want relationships to look like, trust me, they are going to be quick to tell you how to do it. And as the Bible says, my people perish from lack of knowledge. And that's in every lane. Finances, relationships, whatever. As my mentor and coach says, Darius Daniel, shout out to Pastor Darius Daniels. He's my coach. He always says this, wherever, whatever area you're ignorant in is the area you will suffer. So look at you suffering in relationships. If you are, don't you think that you're ignorant in that area? Because if you're suffering, I would argue, yes, you're ignorant in that area. All right. So you need to work on a mindset shift. And that's what I'm here to do and help you do. Okay. So um, if you want to hear yesterday's um, episode, which was here, let me scroll up here. Yesterday was, oh, I don't want to die alone was yesterday in my series of fears that are holding you back in getting the relationship you actually want. I don't want to die alone. So now you're seeking a relationship just because you don't want to die alone. What? How well is that working out for you? Dating from a seat of fear? Mm -mm. That will never work out well, well for you. Okay. All right. I'm going to end on two questions. Why do you think he's it for you? That situationship you're in now, you're afraid to leave because I'm never going to find another one like him. Why do you think that's it for you? Why do you think you must settle in relationships? Who did you learn that from? Who taught you that? Where are the facts of that? I'm never going to find somebody like him. Where are those facts? And then second question is, look at that man you're dealing with right now or the past men you've, you've been dealing with and ask yourself as a faith-based woman, is this God's best for me? Like you really think Jesus sitting on the right hand on the throne was like, yep, she gonna have boo-boo the fool. That's the best for her. It's the best for my daughter. You really got to start asking yourself these questions. This is how you get the mind shift. 
See yourself for what it is. Be honest with yourself. Stop lying to yourself, sis. All right, that's all I got for you today. I'll be back tomorrow. But as always, please send me a DM if I said something that resonated with you and or I said something and you're like, can you go a little bit deeper on this? I didn't quite understand what you meant here. I would love to have that conversation with you, okay? So do not hesitate. You can slide into my DMs when you want to, all right? Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? <laughs> you know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. <laughs> please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? episode. All you got to do is say that you liked it, or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.